Truth Apply Scripture. I'm Jordan Shambly, joined by Wesley Wildman, and for this episode, we have once again in studio with us Chris Woodward from American Family News. Welcome, Chris. Thank you. Yeah. What about me? I don't get a welcome. Oh, well, I, I'm welcome, regular, Wesley. I know, you know but what? I just felt left out there for <laughs> a second. You're so welcome <laughs> that it goes so without welcome. saying. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> that's how welcome I am. You even gave me his parking spot today. <laughs> ah, there you go. That's kind of me, right? <laughs> well, there you oh, go. Jordan yeah. did or I did. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took my brother's parking spot this morning. Oh, okay. So I see how it, it is. It wasn't y'all's. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I get my choice of like five in the morning. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, we before we get started, then I got to ask this. <laughs> sure. At church, do you have your, your seat? Oh, yeah. Uh, we yeah, have a yeah, general yeah. region. General region. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. what determines where you sit then? Is it because if somebody else is already there for you there? Yeah, if someone else Pretty is much. there before we're there, this is why I like to get there early. For <laughs> one of multiple reasons, but okay. yeah, because I, I like to be where I'm supposed to be. Okay, and we're close good. to the door just in case we run out and get the babies. Yes, that's yeah. right. Close the door. So then you're on the end like me. With yeah, two kids. absolutely. Yeah, I'm yeah. on the end with two kids, yeah. yeah. You don't Chris sit in the, the back? Yeah, I do no. sit back left corner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the end. Yeah. Back left corner, yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, well, good. Well, uh, I just wanted to ask that. It came to mind when we were talking about... <laughs> Taking each other's parking spots. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, I always look forward to having Chris on. Absolutely. It's, uh, I know that we started this about uh, three, two, three months ago. Yeah, it's been about like that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So about every four to six weeks, we try to have Chris on. He gives us the the recap of yeah. what's going on recently. It is. It is really a good mm-hmm. news recap, too, because, yes. I mean, uh, for me, like, I have trouble. My, okay, my main source of news will be Twitter, mm-hmm. um, which honestly is not a bad source of news, but you don't get a, a big broad scope of what's going on right. and you get sort of like flash in the pan mm-hmm. kind of things um so i am glad that we do this um engage magazine tries to provide a sort of one-stop shop right. for the big headlines that have defined the past mm-hmm. month right yeah and we're going to continue to have more of those in the coming weeks mm-hmm. really with this Goodness. being an election year as we've talked about yeah. on this show uh this week began with the iowa caucuses uh, and then we had the state of the union address from president trump he earned earned high marks uh, from a lot of people on his base evangelicals conservatives things of that sort Uh, speaker pelosi grabbed a lot of headlines and attention for ripping up the address afterward and (laughs) and what may have already been pre-torn pages to begin with rip gate (laughs) as some uh, people have talked about it and then that Uh uh, paved the way for Mm. the senate voting on articles of impeachment against president trump he was acquitted of those charges uh, and now that kind of brings the attention back to members of the house some of which have already said were we're going to find another way to impeach you for this or that. Wow. And we know this now. It's become more, each week that goes by, each month, it becomes more and more apparent mm-hmm. that they're not about doing the work of the people, mm-hmm. that they're all about hating right. Trump. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> yeah. so um, it's becoming more, and it, and and I say mm-hmm. that, and it almost sounds like we're in a cartoon here, because, mm-hmm. but this is real life. Yeah. It's embarrassing that we have elected officials um, that are so caught up on hating a particular individual that they allow this to distract them from even carrying out their ideas in which we would disagree with. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, and th- there were two things that stood out to me as you could have already done this in the State of the Union address. He mentioned how, you know, he urged members of Congress to come together and work with him on prescription drug pricing. And then he also talked about the need for infrastructure, which, quite frankly, is something 
every president going back for years, if not decades, mm-hmm. uh, has talked about we need roads, bridges, ports, all, all kinds of things. They provide jobs. Our economy runs on, mm-hmm. you know, infrastructure, no pun intended. <laughs> but, uh, you know, those were things that we could have already had nailed down in the last eight to 12 months. Yeah if they had worked together and set aside their differences and things like that, mm-hmm. which I think brings us back to uh, what we've talked about in previous installments on this show, that that being the need to pray for our lawmakers, pray that they'd have wisdom, sure. that they'd get along, hmm. they do things that uh, benefit the country and not just special interest or their yeah. uh, voting base and things of that nature. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Another thing that we've pointed out, not necessarily on this program, but on our radio network, AFR, and some of the uh, emails that we sent out is just how the Democrat Party of today is not the Democrat Party that was there 10, 15, Mm -hmm. 20 years ago. And that's because of the um, infiltration and the the platforming Mm -hmm. of progressives and the far, far, far left. And once you start down that path, it's a spiral effect and Mm -hmm. you just can't, you can't out progress the next person, right? Mm-hmm. And then the person that would be what we would consider typically liberal or progressive, uh, they are not a progressive enough, and so they're having to compete against that. Right. So, and we know that those far left ideologies, like killing babies all the way up to nine months, opening mm-hmm. the borders, mm-hmm. these type of radical ideas, uh, even <laughs> the most uh, liberal, ordinary guy, mm-hmm. lady you know right. young adult out there is against that not for that so they're having a hard time to say the least <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah this i think uh you know when you look at all of the 11 billion people still seeking the democratic <laughs> party's nomination um some of them uh would make somebody like john f kennedy look like a, a moderate that's republican right. mm-hmm. that's uh, right. bernie sanders for example sure uh is is a democratic socialist he's not ashamed of that mm-hmm. he's uh, has no problem talking about it uh you've had other candidates like mayor pete Buttigieg, who is the more quote-unquote moderate sure. um but really when you look at the things that he's okay with yeah. there's not a lot of difference, which I think for the young people out there, many of which are excited about and uh, engaged yeah. uh, with this election season, it, it's all the more reason to for churches to reach out to them. But yeah. for those young people also to know what the Bible says so they can make the best informed decision mm. when it comes time to do that this yeah. November. Yeah. Well, speaking about what the Bible says about a lot of these issues, um, just remember that there's a handful of these topics and issues that the Bible speaks to verbatim. And then there's some that you have to draw a principle mm-hmm. from, mm-hmm. but don't um, don't wait to five minutes before you go into the voting booth and and because even beyond the the day that we actually vote, the before and the after, it's important for us to be grounded in the biblical worldview on these issues. The, some of the ones I mentioned uh, earlier and mm-hmm. and others as well. And the thing, and I'll just give you the three that are the core issues for uh, engage and for AFA in years past and will always be and that's uh, life you know life begins at conception right and for the bible it's a non-negotiable for christians Mm -hmm. you got religious liberty and you got marriage Mm -hmm. uh, or the freedom of conscience and then you got marriage so those are ones that are non-negotiables um in the scriptures and then from there there's other ones too as well so go to the scriptures Mm -hmm. search it um come to a biblical conclusion on that and be objective uh don't uh, you're going to have quote air quotes of christians on either side that are that, that they have small platforms maybe big platforms but their idea right. is to be deceptive yeah. in these areas and i can think of a few right now 
Uh, so uh, go search for yourself. I'm not saying don't read other people because there's a lot of really good people right. and uh, that share our worldview that come from the foundation of Scripture. But uh, do that. Don't don't wait to when you're walking in and then because yeah. you need to be able to uh, have a biblical answer. Hey, there's a book out there that we've had on our program before called um, uh, by J- uh, Doctor uh, James Bartlett, not James, uh, from the pastor from South from California. Garlow, mm-hmm. Jim yeah. Garlow. Yeah. yeah, it's called uh, uh, Well Versed. Yeah, there's a there's a book out there called Well Versed, and he walks through all these topics and gives you the biblical principles behind there. Mm-hmm. I've read it; it's a good book. While we're talking about this, it'd be something for you to go check yeah, out. Absolutely, yeah. and I think speaking to the 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 um, I mean, one of the values of going to the Bible. Not, I mean, not only I mean, it goes without saying, it is the Word of God, and sure. you should do that, whether it is for a political uh, understanding or right. not. But on the political spectrum, uh, the value is you have a unified ideology yeah. mm-hmm. and and you're able to work with people who agree with you and you look at i mean even some people who on the conservative side who m- might not be christian and then you see the entire mm-hmm. liberal right. side they're all over the place oh, yeah. they can't That's even right. work together That's hardly right. yeah so yeah. you really do see that unity when people come together in the word of god one right. example i can offer you guys in terms of knowing what the bible says and what it does not say mm-hmm. uh a few weeks ago, on the anniversary of Roe versus Wade, the ruling that legalized abortion in all 50 states from the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, around that same time, the governor of Nebraska had called for a statewide day of prayer to end abortion. Hmm. Now, the governor did not say who you should pray to. He didn't say how you should pray. He, But he did say Nebraska is a pro-life state. We're going to pray to end uh, abortion in Mm. in this country. Um, And he was on Washington Watch with Tony Perkins on AFR talking about it, things of that nature. Well, as is often the case with things like this, you had atheist groups, uh, including the Wisconsin-based Freedom From Religion Foundation. They denounced this. They urged the governor to back away from this. It's a (laughs) violation of so-called church and state separation, uh, (laughs) things of that nature. And I was looking at their press release because I did a, a news article on this. I was looking at the press release, and one of the people from FFRF, who claims to be a former pastor, uh, pointed out that, in his words, nowhere in Scripture does Jesus denounce abortion. (laughs) Now, I will say, there is not a verse in any version you're going to read where you're going to see Jesus quoted as saying, I denounce abortion. Okay, you're not going to find that. But you are going to find verses like, suffer the little children to come to me in the yes. King James sense, or allow the children to come to me, things of that sort. We have a number of uh, verses in the Old Testament where we know uh, you know, God knew us in the womb, yeah. all kinds of things. Uh, and and the, the Bible what? says all Scripture is given to us for all kinds of reasons. Yeah. So take all that into account. Don't just go with what some man or woman uh, says Jesus supposedly said. And, the, <laughs> and also, too, and I know this is, since you brought that up, I know this is going to sound oversimp- oversimplified, and it's going to sound like I'm being a smart aleck, but I'm not. You got to go. You got to say this if there are people out there. But the Bible says, "Do not murder." Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, so exactly. that's that's a tenth commandment. That's what God took His uh, hand and wrote in a stone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do not murder. Yeah. So, and and obviously in Psalms, don't shed innocent blood. Mm-hmm. The list goes on. And so and uh, yeah. Mm. Wow. Wow. Jesus <laughs> didn't say it in red ink. So, yeah. There's a lot of things Jesus didn't say that are still yeah, um, biblical principles. So. Right. 
you know, yeah. I mean, take, read it, think about it, apply context to it. <laughs> Let's not use Matthew whatever for every little issue right. going on in the U.S. of A. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also too, this is just part of studying scripture too. You know, there's a other couple of steps. This is not step number one. Mm. You got to. This is about two or three steps down. But also, you do need to look at church history. Mm. Um, sure. But, uh, if you look at what church, uh, what they've, um, you can you can narrow it down to like the Apostles' Creed, mm-hmm. things like that. But it's important to look at what the church has understood about yeah. marriage, mm-hmm. what church had understood about life yeah. throughout the years, because um, now the church has made mistakes here and there on different things, but they've been pretty solid on some of these right. mm-hmm. uh, essentials of the Christian faith. Yeah, and there are essentials because you can see, you can trace the consistency of there those teachings throughout history yep. and the th- things that have kind of come and gone. Yeah, yeah. Those are debatable sure. at, at best, yeah. and then yeah. the ones that have stayed here, that's orthodox. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And that's where you should stand, and I mean, interestingly enough, that's all the stuff that is scriptural, yeah. <laughs> explicitly yeah, yeah. found in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's dive into that recap then. Uh, so, to be honest, I'm not familiar with what happened with what happened okay. in Iowa. So I, I don't think you, most people are, given <laughs> Do we even know so what happened in well, Iowa? Well, <laughs> they, they, you know, I was told by a talk radio personality in Iowa that this thing would be pretty much done uh, 9, 10 o'clock central on Monday. Okay, and that's going into it, right? So I come in 3 o'clock on Monday and I start doing newscast and I say, hey, they're voting now. We're expecting votes in the next hour. All these things. And then all of a sudden, news of a delay. It was a so-called quality check. Hmm. Things of that sort. This year, they did try to reinvent the wheel in terms of how they were going to go about the caucus process, which I'll, I will admit is confusing. I don't, I can't, I don't have an MD in caucus, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, or PhD, I should say. Um, but basically, it was a big delay. They were trying to figure out who exactly voted for who and how many person people or delegates this candidate had things of that sort and this stretched way past the nine or ten o'clock central that i was told uh i didn't leave until 2 30 the next morning um after i finally just gave it up but uh the big delays and then of course uh over the week we had kind of a slow reporting okay this is how many precincts we've actually had at this point and Bottom line is, uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, the former mayor of South Bend, Indiana, they have another mayor now, he had a good showing at the Iowa caucuses, as did uh, independent Senator Bernie Sanders, the Democratic Socialist. Uh, Joe Biden was the big surprise. Uh, Mm. You know, he was vice president for eight years. He was a senator for many years before that. He was and is considered a moderate by many people, uh, but he had a really poor showing. And that is why Mm. it is important to pay attention to what's going on in New Hampshire, because the New Hampshire primary is coming up on Tuesday. And then we'll start getting into more states. Uh, We still got the big so-called Super Tuesday coming up in a few weeks. (coughs) That's where virtually a third of the states Mm. uh, will start voting on candidates. President Trump, of course, is on the ballot in some of these places. President Trump, breaking news, uh, he won the Republican uh, race at the Iowa caucuses. Mm. Although one of the uh, Republicans that is trying to unseat him did get a delegate in Iowa. Um, But uh, yeah, President Trump, uh, he's, you know, he's going to be on the ballot in many, if not all of these states, along with the umpteen uh, candidates for the Democratic Party's Mm. presidential nomination. And I say it that way because 
Uh, Bernie Sanders is an independent. He has been for a long time. Uh, I've, I've joked before, but he's he wants to be a Democrat when there's a presidential race going on. Otherwise, he's an independent. Uh, and then, you know, not everybody is in lockstep with him on issues, although he has brought a lot of people around to his ideas, socialist ideas of Medicare for all. That's right. Um, free tuition, free this and that, you know. Speaking about free tuition, so the other day I was watching Campus Reform. Mm -hmm. You know, they do some good work on YouTube, and I've been watching some of their video clips. They were going around asking college students would they be willing. First of all, they asked, do they want their college tuition to be free or Mm -hmm. or for their debt to be canceled? I said, oh, yeah, raise hand. Mm -hmm. Why? Because that's one less we can go to worry about when Mm -hmm. we get out, you know. And they said, well, would it be okay if we were to increase your tuition in order to help pay off other people's <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> you see where i'm going with yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and of course they were like no why would you know i should do that you know mm-hmm. so uh yeah this whole uh socialism idea socialism concept of which is just pure evil mm-hmm. um is just not going to work and it's all good and fun on theory on in theory but the um, mm. it is good that we have examples throughout history and even most currently in mm-hmm. Venezuela where it doesn't work. Oh, sure. So we can look at that and say, if you were going to be objective and say, mm-hmm. well, let's see what, what this looked like, on not just on paper, but in real life, well, it doesn't work. Right. So. And, you know, one of the things, too, I've noticed from people that are in favor of Bernie Sanders, uh, they they will try to separate themselves from his yes. platforms versus what's going, do- right. going on in Venezuela. That's They'll right. say, well, you know, define socialism. That's we're right. more in favor of what's going on in Scandinavia there and things go. of that nature. Yeah. <laughs> things of that sort, yeah. which is all the more reason why I think people that are either confused by this or they just want to know some more information right. would maybe dig up some news articles. Uh, and there are a number of news outlets that do cover these kinds of issues as quote unquote boring as they may be, but find out what's actually going on in yeah. parts of Europe sure, where they do have social stuff point. going on. And some of those countries, many of them, their leaders will be like, no, we're not like Bernie. Well, that's the we're thing. not socialist. Yeah. We're not, we're not communist. Right. Wasn't it the government yeah. of Sweden who tweeted at him and say, yeah, like, don't say don't that we're say socialists because we're, so, yes. we're not socialists. Yes. It is interesting yes. to say. They're like, no. no you, you're not feeling the burn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's interest. It is, is interesting to see this on, all unfold right. and we'll see where this goes. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously, like we, I, I don't know uh, how far Bernie Sanders will carry his flag in this race. Yeah. This is, it, 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 it might surprise us, but then yeah. again, I don't know. It, I don't, we'll see. I don't know. He's doing, he's polling well in yeah. New Hampshire. So regardless of, you know, what anybody's takeaway is from Iowa, he's going to do well in New Hampshire. Uh, this, this quite frankly, uh, if Joe Biden has another poor showing in New Hampshire, he's toast. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then a lot of the other candidates that are still in there are probably going to have to hang it up, too, at some point. Uh, Amy Klobuchar uh, is one candidate that comes to mind. I think Bernie will go far. Mm. Um, and I think that even if he does not get the nomination, you're going to see a push for him to be a third-party candidate. Okay. Or you will even see people that are just really filling the burn writing in Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. uh, come election time and that will uh, have an impact on you know the race between Donald Trump and whoever the Democratic nominee is right. should it be someone other than uh, Bernie Sanders I, I think Mayor Pete Buttigieg uh, is going to be in there for a while uh, and it really could be kind of a, a two candidate race uh, once we get through New Hampshire to see what's going on yeah hey one thing to point out with the Pete Buttigieg and I uh, 
Did I pronounce that Buttigieg. 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 It's hard. That's a, that's a tough one. A lot of that's why a lot of people just go with Mayor Pete. Mm-hmm. Mayor Pete. Yeah. That's, that's probably what I should yeah. do because I, that could have gone real. That could have gone south real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll go with Ma- we'll go with Mayor Pete. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mayor Pete. Well, one thing to be careful of, and I, we've mentioned this in the past, uh, but just uh, and I know our our audience may know this, but you need to be prepared. He challenges you as a Christian mm-hmm. to be able to answer tough questions because he is very uh shrewd he's very uh deceptive and he's very um uh just a false prophet uh outright Mm -hmm. straight he claims to be a christian and he lives a lifestyle uh out in public this contrary habitually contrary to scripture Mm -hmm. and then he and then he and then he claims scripture over his life so he is a false prophet if you will say, um, and so you have to be careful. And he he does challenge us mm-hmm. because he's going to say things like, "Or well, aren't you compassionate? Right. Aren't you uh, forgiving? Mm-hmm. Aren't you so and so? Aren't you a Christian?" Right. And then he lists off some false doctrine, mm-hmm. and then set in the name of Christ. Right. So mm-hmm. be careful for him, um, you know. But be able to when you listen to him, think through it, and be able to have a good answer because right. he's going to have some disciples under mm-hmm. him that's going to challenge you in the public. Yeah. That's yeah. True. yeah. Um, I think too one one thing he has on his side is is the media and Senator Marco sure. Rubio referred to the media as a Democratic super PAC back when he was running for president mm-hmm. in 2016 against Donald Trump and Ted Cruz mm-hmm. and a lot of other folks. Uh, but one of the reasons why I could see the media really getting behind uh, Mayor Pete is he's young. Yeah, uh, he's a good speaker. Uh, what candidate's not right? Sure. Uh, but uh, they're all good speakers. He's young. Um, he is a homosexual, which some people will try to uh, make into an issue sure. for uh, right. for this election year. Uh, but also, he's from Indiana, which is where Vice President Mike Pence uh, hails from. And Pete, uh, Mayor Pete has had some issues and said some things about uh, Mike Pence. And I think the media, some of them, will kind of do whatever they can possible to help Mayor Pete stay That's as right. long as possible. So that way you get... Gay man from the same state Mike Pence is from, That's so they right. can uh, bash one another on the campaign trail, yeah. and they will bring some biblical issues uh, into uh, those debates. I actually, um, as being one of the people here that's been brought in to <coughs> monitor the debates over the years, I've always been disappointed because we'll have half a dozen mm-hmm. uh, debates between the presidential candidates, but then you just get one debate between the VP. Yeah. Like, I, you know, if you're a heartbeat away from the presidency, right. I want to hear from you three times, <laughs> yeah. okay? I want to feel yeah, good about you yeah, because, I mean, that's like, you're going to be that man or woman getting that phone call whenever. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Don't just debate once for two hours and then go, see you later. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. That would be great. Uh, so, what do y'all think? Um, Trump has just been acquitted. Yeah. Um, what do y'all think what kind of impact do y'all think that will have on this race? Oh, given that's a great question. Given that it is early February, I will say not much. Mm. Some people will mention it in the exit poll interviews they do with Fox or CNN or MSNBC Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, But a lot's going to happen between now and then. Um, I hope it's not bad, but a lot's probably going to happen between now and November. I don't know that it will have as big as an impact as some people think it will at this present moment. Yeah. Much of the decisions that the far left have done like this to stain him, make him look bad, you know, give people Trump nausea or whatever they're trying to accomplish, it just seems to me like they just play their cards just a little bit too soon. Exactly, yeah. And I think that's out of, strategically, 
I, just being just looking at it, it seems to me that one of the reasons I may do that, playing their cards too soon, is because they're panicking. Mm-hmm. And that's because he's doing so well. Because yeah. I've listened to a handful of liberal talk show hosts who literally hope, literally hope, mm-hmm. this is how much they hate him too, they hope that the economy fails mm-hmm. so that he would look bad, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Think about what I just said. They yeah. they hope that things that's don't go insane. well, so that he so you know so I mean like so that's that's kind of what they're up against, and so they're so frustrated wow. that just they're they're looking around trying everything they got, but they're not in in in, yeah. in 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 doing so they're not being very strategic. That is about. I mean to say that I hope the economy tanks is like saying <laughs> yeah. I hope this pilot doesn't land the plane because Bill that Moore woman that. probably yeah. doesn't make as much as him that's to fly right. the plane. There you so go. let's, you know, there you go. equality. Yeah, yeah. So so that crash maybe I'll get that job. Yeah. Wow. That's and crazy. that flies in the face of it's interesting that contrast of what the Christian is commanded to do in scripture. We are commanded to pray for our leaders our our governing authorities no matter who they are there is no qualification there yeah yeah it's it's amazing and let me point out too i i mentioned the last time i was on here uh i brought up the fact that even speaker pelosi had said hey i pray for the president and i (laughs) joked i don't know what she's praying and who she's praying to uh but uh wesley brought up a good point too um you can pray for their bad policies to fail and i'll Mm. be honest with you that was um that was a point I had never thought mm-hmm. about, and it's all the more reason to listen to this show. And I know it's I'm I know I'm a guest right now on the show. I'm not trying to say this so I can no, we ensure it. a spot. <laughs> the next time. No. But I mean, it, it's all we the more like reason you, to listen to this yeah, because sure. that was not mm-hmm. I had never taken that mm-hmm. into consideration. And I had mentioned that I had prayed for uh, Barack Obama, and I just to clarify, like I didn't pray for his pro-abortion or pro right. this and that yeah. policies yeah. Uh, to succeed. But Wesley brought up a good point. I mean, you can pray that uh, their bad policies, their unscriptural, their unbiblical That's policies right. and platforms would fail. And that yeah. was a fantastic point. I just wanted to share. Yeah. Well, I yeah. appreciate you doing that. Yeah. Um, I've had several people mentor me, and I've had to think through these things because you think about some of the evil leaders that yeah. we've had throughout world history. And you think, and the scripture says to pray for them. You think about how, well, obviously, first and foremost, for their salvation. Absolutely. Pray for their mm-hmm. family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that. But in the process of praying for them, uh, we do not pray. Uh, we pray against the evil mm-hmm. things that evil people would do. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the things uh, I've prayed before, we prayed that Mike Pence would have a good impact yes. on uh, President <laughs> yeah. Trump. Uh, mm-hmm. Pray that Mike Pence actually lives up to the example he. Sure embodies i don't know if that's a great word yeah Uh, you know i mean if you want to pray that the president might use a little nicer language there you uh, go i think that would be you know let's all open our bibles to colossians 3 8 okay (laughs) i mean there were there were things in the uh in the address or statement that he gave following the acquittal there were some salty words uh, well well, that's true though and i agree with that 100 percent can you not think back from the campaign trail four, three and a half years ago? He's come a long he has. way. There's he a lot has. of mellowing a long way. that has happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. I, I mean, th- what, it about, was, what if four more years we could go a little further? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was a yeah. little bully in the locker room four years ago, and oh, now yeah, it's yeah. now it's you know. Um, well, I was reformed at the end of the movie, and now I'm a nicer guy kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. character. Yeah. Good. Well, and I do think that um, people like Mike Pence, people who have been around him, definitely have had a uh, an impact because the Holy Spirit in them, that it's just going to happen one way or the other. Right. And thankfully, I mm-hmm. think we've seen a positive, a positive. Right. A positive effect. Um, thank you, Chris, for being yeah, with us for you. this episode. Hope to see you again in the next month or so yes. uh, with some more uh, headlines. And thank you for listening to this episode. We'll see you next week.